Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. This is Caveman Corner with Sean Styers and Dean Huppert, presented by Midland Engineering, completing their first century of quality roofing experience. Caveman Corner, also sponsored by the Mishawaka Education Foundation, the School City of Mishawaka, Monterey Mexican Grill, Kevin Putt's First Midwest Mortgage, Bethel University Athletics, Trackside Fine Food and Spirits, and In Rug Co. Well, I guess you know the uh, season has officially started when the first caveman corner of the season finally rolls around, and uh, we have got Mishawaka Athletic Director. I, I heard that whistle out there down in Warsaw for the. You're at the JV football game, is that right, Dean? Yeah, I'm at Warsaw Community Schools, and it's eight to zero Tigers just after halftime. Back to you, Sean. <laughs> Dean Hubbard coming in hot, ladies and gentlemen. All right, good stuff. Live. <laughs> That's right. Well, uh, good, good to have you as always. As uh, we uh, we join you from uh, parts all over. We're four games into the football season. Keith Kinder is going to join us here in just a second. Mishawaka football coach Chris Blaisdell the uh, Mishawaka boys soccer coach is going to join us as well. So uh, all kinds of stuff and let's not waste any time. Keith Kinder, the head coach of the Mishawaka football team. How are we doing tonight, coach? I'm doing really well. So um, just to, just to clear it up right now, if Dean says something to me, I cannot hear a single thing he says, so I am not ignoring him. I just want to make sure that that's out there. So you can't hear Dean as of right now. Let me try something here and see if this helps. Dean, say something, if you would, to Coach Kinder. Yeah, Coach Kinder, Warsaw up 8-0. to zero. Jack Troyer just had an interception, uh, just like he did the other night. Uh, right now there's six and a half minutes to go. Warsaw's got the ball. Could you I, I, heard every, I heard every bit of that. All right. All right. I, hear you. I think he got the score wrong. I think Mishawaka is supposed to be ahead. That, they're not yet i've seen the script we're gonna end up winning again. <laughs> that that was what we call pilot error right off the bat on my part i needed to push two extra buttons i didn't have them pushed so they're pushed and we can all hear each other now dean hubbard down in warsaw keith kinder uh, i'm guessing from the comfort of his own home and uh, i'm back in the studio right now so we're all over the place this evening let's let's just start coach you're four games into the season how are you feeling about your team right now? Well, uh, we're I think we're pretty good on defense. Um, you know, I, I, I feel pretty good uh, with the way that we've played through four games defensively. Um, you know, in, in the Marion game, we, we gave up two scores uh, in the first half. One of them was after a roughing the punter on a fourth and 13, um, and then a shutout against Elkhart, and then essentially a shutout against Goshen, and then... You know, if you take away the, the seven points that our offense scored for Warsaw, we only gave up 10 points to a really good offense. So um, through four games, I'm really pleased with um, the way that we've played defensively, the way that we're running to the football, um, the energy that we're playing with, the physicality that we're playing with. 
And then, you know, we've had some, you know, we've had some misfortune offensively with, with some, with some guys being out um, in, in the past week or so. And, and so we're, you know, we're in a situation right now where, you know, we've, we've got to create some depth uh, and, and get some guys that, that we weren't necessarily counting on in August to, to, to get them up to speed to, to play good football. You know, we had our chances on Friday, but, uh, you know, really so far just, just pleased with the effort and the coachability. Uh, it's, it's a really fun group to, to coach. So we're having a lot of fun, you know, obviously disappointed in, in last Friday's outcome, but um, hoping to get back on track this week. Well, you know, you talked about some players offensively missing some time, and your quarterback, Justin Fisher, is, you know, the, the, the key guy right now. He missed Friday's game, first time he's missed a game. This is his third year as a starter. How's, how's Justin doing right now? You know, his spirits, his spirits are high. Um, you, know, I, I, you know, if you know Justin at all, you know that he can't wait uh, to get back on the football field uh, whenever that comes. So, you know, he, he's been a great teammate. He's, he's, been, he's been there for his little brother at practice and, and helping him out. And he sat next to him today um, in, in the uh, scouting report, game plan meeting, helping him take notes. And, you know, he, he's being exactly the kind of person that you would expect a, you know, three-year starting quarterback and, and senior captain to be, you know. Uh, essentially, uh, you know, we gained, you know, gained a coach here um, over the course of the last week, and and he's going to continue to do whatever he can to to help us uh, be successful um, for you know uh, until he can get himself back on the field. Coach, you've got to be extremely proud just of the program. I mean, looking at the JV team coming into tonight, a great record. Freshman teams undefeated. Uh, you guys went into Warsaw, and even though you were shorthanded against the defending conference champs and of course you guys were co-champs uh, you take them down to the wire I mean the program seems healthy and I know your coaching staff works so hard just to put yourselves in position but you know not everybody has that luxury like Mishawaka does right now to feel good about their program yeah you know we're 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 really really blessed um to to be in the position that we're in right now um like you said, you know, we've had some, you know, uh, some injuries that have hit us both at the at the varsity level and the lower levels. You know, we had 35 freshmen come out and, you know, our last freshman game, we, we dressed 23. So our kids just seem to keep overcoming adversity and they, they love playing football. Um, you know, our, our seventh and eighth grade numbers are as high as they've been. Uh, in my four years, we've, we've got close to 100 kids playing football at the junior high. We got 60 66 kids playing youth tackle football from fifth and sixth grade. So uh, I think our program's in a really good place right now. And and like you said, Dean, it, it has a lot to do with the, the hard work that our uh, all of our coaches do. Um, you know, Mike Buckman, our varsity O-line coach, is at the JV game tonight, and he's going to be coaching at flag football practice tomorrow night. So, I mean, our guys care about the program from top to bottom, and, and, and that's what makes this place really special.
I think last Friday showed just what a family it is. And in honoring Coach Smith, uh, seeing you and Coach Curtis out there before the game, and just knowing how much Mishawaka football means to so many. Um, I know you really probably didn't have much time to process things as things were going on on Friday night, but um, Coach Smith is has been honored. And I know Katie Smith is just so thankful for the Mishawaka community, but you've been able to feel that. And when you took over as an assistant coach, I knew you wanted to be at Mishawaka because of that, because it is a family. Yeah. You know, this is, this is not the, you know, this, and I, I don't mean this as a, you know, a, a degrading thing to, to anybody who has ever, you know, changed jobs or left Mishawaka or, or left any other place, but that, like there is nowhere else that, that I want to coach football at. Like I, I'm, I'm going to be the Mishawaka football coach until I'm done coaching. And then I believe I'm done. You know, this, this place means that much to me. Uh, it's such a special place. And, you know, just like every place there, you know, there's challenges and there's obstacles that you have to overcome, but you know, you can't, you can't, you can't look at our crowd on a Friday night and think that there's somewhere uh, in Indiana that's got it better than we do. I mean, the, the crowd uh, on Friday night was incredible. Our student section was fantastic. Um, you know, I, I think it was, it, it really was, aside from us, you know, coming up short, it, it was the perfect game uh, following the honoring of Coach Smith. It was, it was such a good defensive football game. Um, there were so many opportunities that both teams had to, to actually take control of the game. And, you know, unfortunately for us, Warsaw, made one more big play than we did, but uh, it, it really was a special night. Um, you know, just disappointed that we didn't win. Joined by Mishawaka football coach Keith Kinder will be joined by soccer coach, boys soccer coach Chris Blaisdell here in a few minutes. I, I wanted to ask you about Aiden Hooten. We got to see him out there. Like you talk about your defense, and I mean, that guy didn't miss a beat. He was flying around out there all night Friday night. What did you think about what he brought to the defense in his first opportunity? Oh, he's something else, man. Um, so, you know, he played he played inside linebacker and started every game as a sophomore last year, mm -hmm. not because we thought that that was where he was best suited, but because of necessity. We just – we didn't have the linebacker depth um, uh, that we do this year. Uh, Keegan maybe uh, last year went down uh, early in the year, and so we were kind of forced to play um, Hootie in a position that – you know, we didn't necessarily think he would eventually fit. He he fits perfectly as a strong safety. I mean, you can't watch the way he comes downhill on run <laughs> and, and and disagree. Um, it was so fun to watch. He is so fast when he recognizes something, and his closing speed is incredible. Uh, he'd been bothered by um, multiple uh, hamstring injuries over the course of um, you know, going all the way back to track season. And so we were very cautious in bringing him back because um, we were afraid that if we tried to rush him back, and, and believe me, he wanted to be back there, you know, as early as week two. Um, and we just, we tried to play it safe for as long as possible because uh, we know that once we get him and, 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 and see the production that he's going to become a necessary part of the defense. So it, it was a lot of fun to see him out there and making some plays and, and having a good time. Dean, I'll let you have the last question before we have to take our break. 
Yeah, Coach, I know you've gone, gone through so much this year, and you talked about some of the players who are missing. But uh, the guys who have been there, uh, you guys have been really smart about COVID. You eat your lunches spaced out, but you got to feel like your kids are responsible and proud of your seniors for being great leaders this year. We have a yeah, that's a great point. We have we have a very mature group of seniors. Uh, you know, the the kind of guys that you can kind of trust to control the locker room and and be message deliverers for you as a coach when you're when you're not around. Um, I think we've got um, we've got six or seven guys who are worthy of being captains, uh, which is not something that you have uh, with every senior class. Um, and then those captains are as good a captains as we've had in my time here. Um, I just think that they care about the right things. They are willing to be a uh, leader by example. They're willing to be vocal leaders. They're willing to be unpopular if they have to be. And, and those are really the kind of things that you need out of your leaders if you're going to be successful. So, you know, uh, I, I think we've got great leadership. Uh, a lot of our leadership comes from our defensive side of the ball. And I think it's evident when you watch us play um, on defense, why we're successful because we have so many great leaders um, that have played lots of football for us in the past three years. So, um, you know, as disappointing, again, as disappointing as last Friday was, um, and as much as we're still battling, you know, some of the setbacks that we've had, and we're going to continue to fight through those things. um, The best football uh, is yet to be played for Mishawaka. We got a lot to get better at. We got a lot of work to do, uh, particularly on offense and sustaining drives and getting first downs. But but we're going to be able to do that stuff. I have confidence in that, and and I think you're gonna you're gonna see some really good football played uh, when when we get to October. Keith Kinder, head coach of the Mishawaka football team, they'll host Plymouth this Friday night, and of course you'll hear it on uh, ninety six point one. FM. Keith, thanks as always, and uh, I will talk to you uh, later this week. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care. Keith Kinder, head coach of the Cavemen. We'll take a timeout. Dean Hubbard and I will be back with Chris Blaisdell, the boys' soccer coach at Mishawaka, right after we take this timeout on Cavemen Corner. Cavemen Corner continues on Sports Radio 960 AM WSBT, along with Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard. Sean Styers, joined now by boys' soccer coach. Chris Blaisdell, Dean, was anything that uh, we need to uh, announce before we talk to Coach? Well, Warsaw is taking a 14-0 lead here in the JV game, start of the fourth <laughs> quarter. Uh, kids are playing hard, though, so I know people right. are tuning in, hoping for a big update. <laughs> That's right. We should be paying you for those updates down there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and by the way, the Mishawaka soccer team won a huge tournament over the weekend, so we might want to talk about that too. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's start with that, Coach uh, Chris Blaisdell, the the boys' soccer coach. And uh, as uh, Dean Huppert said, you uh, had some uh, had a nice win over the weekend. How, how how do you feel about the team right now? Well, I I just couldn't be more happier. Um, the ten years we haven't won a trophy. <laughs> And never have we ever won a championship. So things are looking up in that aspect. It's just been, you know, tough going into the NLC and things are changing. So I really am excited about putting in. Well, and it, and it looks like, you know, like you said, I, I know pretty much across the board, most of the coaches saying, man, that, you know, that move to the NLC, there's, there's a lot more 
game in, game out competition. Has that kind of, uh, you know, sort of not only raised, I guess, maybe the stakes for you, but just uh, the the competitiveness of your team as well. Like after a season of that, seeing that last year, you know, what's what's that been like for your team over this last year, getting ready for the second season and, and now playing in the second season in the NLC? Well, we, we definitely know what we have to work on as far as like trapping and passing, but these kids play in the NLC so much more technical than I've ever seen. Uh, it's it's kind of like watching professional soccer in a way because things are just and weren't used to that, but coming into the season, they knew what they had to do. So we worked on a few things to get them ready for the actual competition which included like the triangle passing and really setting up more strategy this year, I think, than anything. Coach, I don't think people realize how much pride you have in Mishawaka soccer. As a former player and a guy who inherited a program uh, that really wasn't in very good shape, uh, you've got a drive about you that wants to make this program successful. You and Coach Hodge were instrumental in getting the seventh and eighth grade soccer at the middle school. We've got now a feeder program. But talk about that, just your love for the game and your love for Mishawaka, that you want to make this make this big time while not taking away from the other sports. Well, for, for me, I mean, I can't describe it in any other way than walking into Baker for the first time. I never played at Baker. I played at Emmons. And I still got rocks in my knees from Emmons because the field was just kind of in rough shape. But in the aspect of looking at Baker, I, I did tear up because we never had a And the idea with that for me was huge because that's what I always wanted as a senior, as a junior, playing my whole time. I just wanted something the best. And coming out of Mishawaka soccer as an athlete, all I knew my whole life is just wanted to give back. And I had the opportunity given to me, and I just didn't want to make a mistake about it. I really want these kids to understand that, you know, soccer is not a secondary sport. Uh, we want it to be one of those crucial things. And winning that trophy over the weekend kind of put us there, you know, on the radar because, again, I was explaining that no trophy that was Uh oh. Do we still have? Are you still with us there, Chris? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, you kind of cut out there. It sounded like maybe it dropped. So I'm glad you're still there. We got the. I think we got the end of your sentence. It sounded like you were dropping right at the end. So, uh, yeah, still there. Coach, anyway, go coach, ahead. If Dean. you can, if you can describe the emotion Saturday, uh, setting the stage, Sean. It, it was a one to one game. Goes to overtime, and so it goes to a shootout, penalty kicks. And we ended up getting three guys to make it, including Connor George from the football team who played the night before and one of Coach's kids. But, but Coach, that had to have been thrilling. I know I got chills uh, just watching it and uh, you leading it and knowing how far these kids have come uh, must have made you just so extremely proud. Well, I, I got to give a lot of that credit to Connor George as well. Connor George and I have been together for four years. I mean, he hasn't known any other coach. And – when he and I talked about it, we, we set up the plan because we knew we needed the clutch and we knew he'd make it. We had good feelings about the others, but in that end second, I mean, it's a storybook ending. You're tied and you've got one more kid who's got to make a goal and it's a 50-50 shot. And when it comes to making a goal on those penalty kicks, it's whatever way the goalie decides to go, you have an 80% chance of not making it. And Chase picked the right way. It bounced. It took a little hit. And 
once he got it in, it was, it was over. And the emotions of everybody just running to him and then running to Jacob Trinidad, who, by the way, only gave up three goals out of two games, is pretty impressive. Chris Blaisdell, the head coach of the Mishawaka Boys soccer team. We've got time for a couple more questions here before we're going to wrap it up. And on the subject of Connor George, though, I mean, he's the kicker for the football team, but he's also, as you said, he's been so good for you this year, a school record 15 goals this season. And, and a couple of weeks ago, he had a, he had five goals in one game, and both of those are school records, the single season record and uh, the single game record. How, how has he been able to do what he's doing? I mean, you've still got a pretty good amount of soccer to play, and he's already got the single season school record. Well, starting off with Connor as a freshman, you could tell certain things about him. Like, even with his capacity of playing, sometimes he'd get frustrated with the level of talent that we had in Mishawaka. By the time he got to a senior, he's got this outlook of, you know, taking the right steps towards leadership. But also when Connor gets angry, he, he goes for it. And I talked <laughs> to him about small goals. I said, sometimes, you know, in some of these competitions, we, we are, we're going to be outmatched. So these are the things that you need to work on, and it's your small goals. And he really just put forth – he told me at the beginning of the season that, you know, one of his biggest goals was to break the record because he felt that he could do it. And to the point where he even got a little cocky about it and said it wasn't going to be matched. And I agree with him. He's doing such a great job. We're almost half – or we're over halfway through the season, and I don't know if people are going to touch it. You still got so many more games to go and so yeah. much more potential. Dean, I'll let you have and the again, last one. Yeah, Coach, just uh, finally for me, Braxton Banks is a kid who not only was playing in that game on Saturday, but I was so impressed. He's a senior leader who was picking up trash after the football game, knowing that he had a tournament the next day because he's one of our student leaders. And so a kid like that, you've got to brag about just a little bit. Well, absolutely. Braxton Banks came to me his freshman year. His mom said he hasn't played soccer in over six years. And the way that he's actually gone through, like last year, he was his first goal ever for soccer, period. And now he's, you know, ranking as one of our top leaders and top scorers as far as being in the game and making something happen. I can't be happier with Braxton Banks as a leader, and I couldn't ask for more. Even in myself as a kid, I don't think I was half the leader that Braxton Banks is. Chris Blaisdell, head coach of the Mishawaka boys soccer team. Chris, good talking to you again. Good luck the rest of the way. It won't be long. Sectionals will be rolling around here. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Take care. Dean, uh, enjoy the first show, and I will be talking to you once again soon. We'll be back next Monday and, of course, going for the next couple of months with Caveman Corner. Looking forward to it. Yeah, we appreciate your support, Sean. And uh, if you want to watch the soccer team, they're going to be home tomorrow at 5.30. All right. Sounds good. Dean Hubbard, Sean Styers. This has been Caveman Corner on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Monday Night Football is coming up next. This has been Caveman Corner with Sean Styers and Dean Huppert, presented by Midland Engineering, completing their first century of quality roofing experience. Caveman Corner, also sponsored by the Mishawaka Education Foundation, the School City of Mishawaka, Monterey Mexican Grill, Kevin Putt's First Midwest Mortgage, Bethel University Athletics, Trackside Fine Food and Spirits, and Enrugco.
Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 